Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one martial minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And this is minute 125 of The Karate Kid. It begins with the credit for the second assistant director, Hope Goodwin, and ends with the credit for production associate, David Yorkin. <laughs> Important integral, integral pieces, I think. I think. Yeah. Let's yeah, well, discuss we have, them for half an hour. Yeah, yeah, we 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 definitely. I I mean, I love the font, uh, but no, uh, <laughs> just <laughs> just like Monday, we're going to be saying goodbye to someone from the Karate Kid by watching another movie they were in, and uh, today's featured actor is Chad McQueen, who played the scary unhinged Dutch, and uh, the movie is 1990s martial law. Let's have a listen to the trailer. Los Angeles. is a city under siege. Where top martial arts experts, Chad McQueen and Cynthia Rothrock. I also want you to have a partner on this. Somebody you can count on. Someone like Blake. Lead a new elite police force. Fighting crime their own way. Nice job, Thompson. Another one for martial law. Now they face their biggest challenge. My clients will be pleased. I trust our friendship, but this is business. All I know is you work for some dude that's in Hong Kong, man. Any idea what this tattoo means? Hong Lin, like assassins in Hong Kong. Until family gets in the way of business. He's my little brother. Just look at it like a loan. What are brothers for? It's all right. I take care of my friends. What the hell is wrong with you, Michael? Now the cop, his brother. And murder strikes too close to home. It's Michael, isn't it? I'm sorry. He's dead. This time, it's personal. This is it. They recruited Michael through the school. You wish to be an instructor here. Be at the school tonight. He's believed to have killed over 50 men. And this time... I'm going to handle this my way. Martial law is the only law that counts. Made a terrible mistake. Cynthia Rothrock. And Chad McQueen. In Martial Law. Also starring David Carradine and Philip Tan. Martial Law. Okay, here's your last chance to jump off and watch the movie. In the States, it's on uh, Prime Video. Um, if you don't mind ads, it's also airing for free on Popcorn Flicks, Tubi, and Pluto TV. And the Roku channel here. Oh, the Roku channel mm-hmm. in uh, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't entice you, Matt, uh, uh, let me just pretend I'm selling it to you like you haven't seen it before. Okay. Um, let me read the top IMDb user review for this movie brought to you by Drago fan. And I'm not sure if that's like an Ivan Drago fan or a Billy Drago fan. <laughs> I hope it's Billy. <laughs> Billy doesn't get enough love. No, no. Strangely enough, this will be the first time I mention him today. Uh, there's another time I'm going to mention him later. Whoa. Yeah. Um, okay. So the review is titled Martial Thespianism. Chad McQueen is perhaps one of Hollywood's most underappreciated actors. While his performance in martial law is not his best, it is one of the most tender, in that he plays a street-hardened cop torn by the death of his brother. Whoa, spoilers. Uh, (laughs) McQueen brings together a fine blend of toe-jamming action. Toe-jamming action. Okay. What? (laughs) Uh, That's because he uses his foot sometimes. And heart-wrenching drama. His sexy co-star, Cynthia Rothrock, also comes from the West Coast drama scene. An accomplished actress throughout college and beyond, she lends her acting talents to this fine film. If you've never seen her in the off-Broadway production of Hair, you haven't lived yet. This movie is a powerful blend of action and drama. Mm. So, I'm really hoping that Dragofan is pulling our leg. (laughs) Or it's Chad McQueen or Cynthia Rothrock writing a review. (laughs) Yes, I just well the the the, the mention of Cynthia Rothrock in an off way off Broadway production of Hair kind of makes me go 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Did, is, did Streisand do hair? Um, she had a lot of hair. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I always, Cynthia Roth, Rothrock kind of looks like Kung Fu Barbara Streisand. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, I, I assume that people ran away, if not after that trailer, after that uh, review to go watch the movie. But uh, for those... I, I, I will say I will say uh, to say something positive. I will agree with one or two scenes where they were together as a couple. Like uh, they they worked they had good chemistry. Yeah, they looked like a real couple. They really did. Yeah. I wonder why he was replaced for the sequel. But we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to do a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm basically, it's almost a scene-by-scene scene recap, but, you know, I'm really just going to kind of point out the quote-unquote important moments. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, let's take a walk through martial law. Uh, all right, so we start off at Crown Diamonds. We have a hostage situation, and Captain Sykes is trying to negotiate from outside. Apparently, these guys want pizza. <laughs> And so, so this uniform officer is like asking in a panic, like, what do we do, sir? And he's oh like, my God. get the goddamn pizzas. What do you know? Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> After a beat, she goes, yeah. That's like one of two jokes in the whole movie. <laughs> uh, inside the uh, main, the, the boss, the main crook uh, is telling his henchman that he demands decorum. It, it, it actually, he literally says, I demand decorum. <laughs> That's a weird line. I know. Outside, up rolls a very teeny car. It outsteps the Domino's guy. It is Domino's guy is played by Chad McQueen, who's entering this movie with two pizzas, and I'm already sold. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's here. And he should have known up. something was up when he like just he goes in there with no hesitation. I'm like. <laughs> Don't you want to ask the pizza, like, you're, you're like, pizza, you wave the pizza guy in. You don't even, like, ask him, like, hey, are you okay? This is a hostage situation. Are you okay going in there? Right. Well, you know, little they know he's a cop. And, uh, yeah, but I, I love how they kind of go through the motions outside to play it up to the audience that this is just a pizza guy. Yeah. Like, he's like, you okay to go in there, son? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Like they all work together. What, what are they, what are they play, play? Who are they play acting for? Because the the uh, one of the bad guys can read lips. I guess so. <laughs> so uh, he walks in and uh, delivers the pizzas, and then is about to leave, but he demands a tip. <laughs> <laughs> and so the boss is like, "I'll give you, know, you a tip, a okay. knife tip." <laughs> right. So uh, so uh, Chad. Uh, uh, the pizza guy uh, makes this guy stab himself in the leg and then kicks him through a plate glass window, obviously paying it forward to um, uh, Cobra Kai season three finale. You know, they, they obviously that was a montage uh, or montage homage rather. <laughs> you got your mages mix, mixed up. Uh, dang. Um, Too many mages. <laughs> And my favorite thing is he does this, and then we go to a POV. Uh, we 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 get like a, a close up shot of the main boss, and he literally has a piece of pizza fall from his mouth <laughs> out of surprise. <laughs> uh, so the pizza guy beats up the other guy, and then suddenly, like the boss goes, he's like, "Oh God!" You know, he pulls his gun out because you know martial arts. You can just shoot these martial art artist guys. If I but learned anything cool- from Indiana Jones. <laughs> It doesn't work, right? <laughs> uh, so he gets several punches to the face, and then another one so hard to the crotch that the cops they we go out to the, outside for the cops, and the cops outside start groaning, <laughs> like "Oh!" <laughs> and uh, we find out that Chad isn't playing uh, an ordinary pizza guy; he is Officer Sean Thompson, known around the department as Martial Law. <laughs> but why? <laughs> we never understand why. <laughs> And yeah, exactly. And it's strange because it's like he's in law enforcement. So aren't they all martial law? <laughs> yeah, it's it's confusing because you're like, are you saying he's a marshal? He's a detective. I don't know. Is he an officer? I have no idea. I prefer the video game Tekken where there's an actual character named martial law. Oh, really? <laughs> it makes more sense. It makes more sense there. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh wow! I think he's the, I think he's their Bruce Lee clone, but he's, his name is Marshall. That's Locke. right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I uh, just want to make a quick mention. I, I, I took a dip into, uh, Chad McQueen's, uh, IMDB, uh, that, and that ends in 2001. <laughs> he's got, uh, 26 credits. Um, and, uh, Karate Kid is, uh, is, is his third. And since Karate Kid, uh, besides this movie, he's only starred in like B movies, uh, mostly like Skinamax fair or like action flicks with, uh, like Don Swayze or Michael Madsen. <laughs> Wow. Uh, also, the director of this movie is named uh, Steve Cohen, or S.E. Cohen, as he's known in the credits here. Uh, he was the second unit director on movies like The Goonies and Back to School and Armed and Dangerous and Marshall Outlaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his, is that the third one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it has nothing to do with this, but it's just strange that he's like, Marshall Outlaw? Well, if I'm ever in... Ever the boss, I'm going to call it martial law. <laughs> uh, his his soul, besides this movie being his solo directing uh, effort, uh, he also is the director of Billy Joel videos. Uh, oh. My Life, Big Shot, You May Be Right. Those are all Steve Cohen and martial law. <laughs> well, a lot of the shots of like moving through the city reminded me of music video. Yeah, that's true. It. it it's definitely an LA movie, you know, there, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like artistic. <laughs> it's not like a Michael Mann film or anything. No, no. Uh, okay. So, uh, we go to a couple of cops once freaking out that his wife got birth control pills, even though he got a vasectomy 12 years ago. Uh, <laughs> they end up pulling over a scruffy punk in ripped jeans and a leather jacket, uh, for, for grand theft auto. It turns out that he's Marshall law's little brother, Michael, um, Michael law, Michael law. <laughs> no, Michael Thompson. Uh, no, we, ha- we, we will stick with the Michael law cause it's funnier. Um, <laughs> he's dressed uh, like Bobby Briggs from twin peaks. <laughs> he really is. Yeah, I can imagine he goes to high school during the day and he's like stealing cars at night and he's up jogging in the morning and, yeah. you know, he's very busy. <laughs> yeah. Um, just like I call Cynthia Rothrock Kung Fu Barbara Streisand, I call this guy <laughs> Discount uh, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> this guy uh, is this character is played by Andy McCutcheon. This is the only movie he's ever been in. Well, I mean, he gets killed, so. You're saying the actor got killed? Yeah, I mean, did you see Carradine take that palm straight to his chest? He died. Yeah, he doesn't fake that. No, um, he can only do it for real. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Sean yells at, uh, sorry, Marshall yells at Michael, uh, who swears he's just been hitchhiking. Uh, and we also see that uh, Marshall Law drives a Harley and he has a sweet bomber jacket with like the, the wool collar. But when he wears it on the Harley, it it pops up like way too high around his his head. <laughs> this it's like is so true. Yeah. <laughs> the jacket is a little big. Look, it's little like big up form. around his ears, and he looks like he has a. He's just hiding <laughs> in in this jacket. Uh, randomly, we discover that martial law, just like uh, Billy Zabka in the last movie, teaches his own karate school. Okay, and this dojo looks exactly like the Cobra Kai dojo. I so too i was like they had to have filmed there like they do two scenes in this in this uh gym randomly by the way it's very random but it's like that's the exact same setup as like from the third karate kid especially like they use the same angles as that movie almost wow i and and we we gotta find out I, I I was combing through like the IMDb locations and stuff, and there's no like website like fan sites out there. That are like, yeah, did you know that martial law? Like, nobody <laughs> cares about martial law. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tweet a tweet a picture to Martin Cove and uh, 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 yeah, yeah, William Zabka. Zabka. Like, does this look familiar? <laughs> hey, just by looking at this, do you think this is the Cobra Kai dojo? Right. Hey, they might reply. You never know. Maybe. Uh, we also learned that Michael is a grown man m- mooching off his mom. Uh, who just his mom just wants to feed him dinner. Just, just say stay for dinner. Just eat something. Your skin and bones. <laughs> but uh, he's called to answer for the big screw up to the big boss, Dalton Rhodes, as we mentioned, played by David Carradine. Uh, David Carradine, a man of mostly Irish descent. 
best known for playing Kwai Chang Kang uh, in the 70s TV show Kung Fu. That Bruce Lee created for himself and then it was stolen from him. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the story? Yep. (laughs) Man. Uh, He's done plenty of movies since then. I know him mainly from Kill Bill. And uh, he died in 2009 from something I probably don't want to really talk about on the podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Forgot about that. Uh, But it is weird. It's like he's his entire post Kung Fu life, especially. uh, He always pops up in like, you know, martial arts films or B movies as as like as if he comes from uh, Japan or China, you know. Yeah. Uh, But no. Uh, his right hand. Well, man... I mean, I, I I know you don't want to bring up how he died, but I, I'll let you know. He was pa- he was caught palm striking himself in the chest, and he was practicing that move. That yeah yeah palm palm striking is a is a is a way to <laughs> way to call it. What, okay, um, his uh, his right hand man is named Wuhan, <laughs> and uh, yep, that's his name. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was he, it was a nice and refreshing to have a Asian henchman who had a British accent instead of an Asian accent. He is the most cockney Asian man I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was delightful though. I love this guy. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, that's refreshing, and then I was like, as the movie went on, I'm like, okay, that's like that's oh, too God. stereotypical of an of a British accent. Now I'm offended. Every single time he talks to uh, Dalton, he's like, hello, governor. Yeah. <laughs> he like, calls him governor for real. Like, every time. Yeah. <laughs> Is uh, he a governor? <laughs> <laughs> he's played by Philip Tam. Philip Tan, I should say, who has a huge IMDb. Uh, he's done stunts for tons of movies. Uh, he's also played a wheeler in Return to Oz, a goon. No. Yeah, a goon in 1989's Batman and a gorilla in Congo. Um, and Oh, also, apparently, Brandon Lee was considered for this role. Mm. So uh, it, it looks yeah, it looks like Michael is going to pay for this screw up. But then Dalton kills his partner, Zeke, in front of him with the with the old. Oh, no, he doesn't pull the move out yet, right? This is... He, no, he, just hits, he, him with he the, hits him with a stick. The stick, yeah. <laughs> uh, cue the sax music as we see some post-coital romance between uh, martial law and Billy. Uh, <laughs> Billy, played by Cynthia Rothrock, who, according to the box art of martial law, is the star of this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a couple of different covers, but yeah, one of them is just her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, really? She's the. I guess she's the more well-known name. Yeah, apparently, uh, you know, this is around the time she started getting known as the queen of martial arts. Uh, she is yeah. a undefeated world champion in martial arts, five black belts. She's an eighth Dan grandmaster. And uh, this is the very first movie I've ever seen of hers. <laughs> really? And I just wanted to sh- ask you and also a shout out to anybody who's listening. Uh, I I would love recommendations because I, I I liked her a lot in this movie and yeah. especially uh, her fighting. <laughs> yeah, actually, I now that I think about it, I think this is the first full movie I've seen of hers too. Oh, because wow. everything else, everything else I've seen, I've just watched the fight scenes. <laughs> yeah. So I can't recommend a, a film. <laughs> I can recommend you look up her fight scenes on YouTube. They're all pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh. But uh, she she's she was the inspiration for Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, it, it, and I, I found that uh, fact when I was uh, Googling um, Cynthia Rothrock uh, video games, because mm-hmm. when she is fighting, her ADR sounds just like a video game. <laughs> she just, ha, 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 like the same kind of thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, a- the ADR in all in this movie is atrocious. But I was like, oh, man, like, it, it, and it's so cool that she she is basically Sonya Blade. But like, I I, I almost want to listen to um, like an old gameplay video of Sonya to see if they use also like Cynthia's uh, <laughs> voice in there, because that just the sound of her fighting makes me think of video games. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, there's something about the way they she fights or she sounds when she's fighting. It it always does sound like that. Like even in other movies, they're, <laughs> they're all very similar. Maybe she just makes the same sort of grunts every time. Yeah, yeah. Or she's in the recording studio and she's like, "I got four things I do." Right? <laughs> yeah. I'll give you a ha. You got me a huh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> who and a, and then another ha. <laughs> Uh, all right. We find out that Billy is a cop too. And martial law makes love on a bear mattress with his sweatpants on super gross. Um, <laughs> back at the cop shop, uh, Michael law is brought in to identify the body of Zeke who he claims to have just gotten a ride from. Um, and the only person who seems to be looking suspiciously at Michael is uh, detective Willis. And I will tell you, why it's because he's played by Richard Brandis, the guy who wrote the screenplay to this masterpiece. So he knows the entire yeah. story. <laughs> I also will mention he wrote such classics uh, as the screenplays for daddy's girl, the nurse and devil in the flesh parts one and two. Okay. <laughs> I never heard of any of those classics in quotes. <laughs> uh, okay. We go to now, uh, Benny the Jets Jet Center. This is Dalton's dojo that Michael trains at. Why is it act like an actual dojo? <laughs> like Benny uh, the Jet is a real guy. Yeah. Th- did you know he's in this movie? Yeah, I noticed him. He just plays <laughs> random thug. <laughs> he has a great fight with Billy later. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. They must have been like, hey, can we use your dojo? Uh, <laughs> can we use your gym? Whatever. Um, so, uh, Dalton is meeting with Chang and his bodyguard, Jimmy Kong and Chang tells Dalton, America has been good to you, old friend, implying that he's not native to America, but we all know <laughs> Jim, Jimmy Kong. I've seen this guy before recently in something, but, uh, yeah. he's, he's one of those huge guys who can barely move and he's supposed <laughs> to be intimidating. <laughs> Uh, I noticed his IMDb credit. Uh, he is actually titled Professor in all his movies. He's Professor. I forget what his full name is. <laughs> I didn't write it down. But outside, we meet Faster Brown. Did you recognize him? <sighs> he looked familiar, yeah. Should. <laughs> Uh-oh. What? Not for our podcast. Oh. But for our mutual interest in Friday the 13th. <gasps> is he Demon? Nope. No? Is he... <laughs> he's oh is he the guy who does the punches jason in <laughs> yeah this is vincent craig dupree he played julius and jason takes me nice <laughs> where he punches jason like a hundred times and then jason hits him once knocking his head clean off <laughs> okay. he must have put on some uh some weight for that for that movie because he's skinnier here yeah i don't know uh, this couldn't have been too far apart, I don't think. But no, I think that movie was before this one, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe mm. not. Maybe he was just wearing bigger clothes. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he's got he's got quite the hair in this movie too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you call that. I don't know either. It looks uh, he looks like the lady who super glued her hair <laughs> from last month. Gorilla glue. glued her hair. <laughs> Uh, so faster wants to get back into the gang and nearly comes to blows with Wuhan. Uh, he has a rivalry with Michael and wants to prove himself, but Dalton doesn't trust him. Um, so then we go to a scene where Dalton slowly names off all the cars he has for Chang. Oh, this scene. Did you notice when he first walked in, he burped? No, I didn't. David Carradine, he's, he's like walking. It's at the very beginning of the scene. And he like, (laughs) you can see him like swallow air. He's like, (gasps) And he like puts his his hand to his chest and he burps <laughs> and, and they kept doing the whole scene. <laughs> I mean, it was such a critical scene that <laughs> it was one big long take. Maybe he was like, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to do that again. Um, <laughs> I just was like, okay, okay. Like, why did we have to go through every single one of these cars? Unless it somebody was, just, was like, showing off, somebody yeah. on production. Look at the cars we got. Yeah. Is this are these Benny's cars? Uh, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he's one short, which angers Jimmy Kong. Um, and he says, you'll have it tonight. 
So we go to a, uh, we're outside a rock club and uh, Detective Willis and detective, his partner, Detective Mullet, uh, they call in martial law because Faster Brown is inside and they need help busting him. And if they're worried, it's going to turn into a bloodbath. Um, uh, so he's going to bring Billy in with him because if he's got a girl with him, he doesn't look like a cop. <laughs> but then they split up when he gets in there. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, inside, we see white bi- white people dancing to glam rock, <laughs> which is just really, really awkward. Um, a uh, tall blonde walks right up to martial law and kisses him and gives him a condom. <laughs> it's the rubber club. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, Marshall, Marshall gets the ladies, you know, uh, back on mission. Martial law opens up his arrest um, of Faster Brown by kicking him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the club break out into a huge fight and uh oh yeah yeah it's here where i really noticed that adr of uh cynthia really funny uh and uh yeah it's just a your classic uh rock club martial arts fight where you got your all your classic uh costumed villains they even have the the big fat guy in the uh tank top uh standing off off like ready to throw down anytime um, was he? I, he looked barely. He looked like he couldn't move. <laughs> uh, we also find out that Faster Brown really isn't as scary as he makes himself out to be. He's taken no. down pretty easily. <laughs> no. Uh, meanwhile, in a parking garage, Michael has gotten Chang his final car, but Dalton really wants to fight Kong. Uh, and Michael watches as Kong gets Dalton to the ground, like cracking his back. But Dalton then drops Kong with a punch to the chest, which is a super secret move. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, Chang is very, very upset. Um, but as we learn, you know, is it, it, you really don't want to make any sort of deals with Dalton Rhodes. It's just <laughs> you don't know how we got as far as he did with it, like, you know, <laughs> double crossing everybody he comes across. Also, Wuhan has a very big laugh at this and goes, hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, it seems to be his catchphrase in this movie. Yeah. Uh, shame, shame, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Um, back at Martial Law's place, uh, well, they hit the mattress again. And the next morning, uh, Billy lectures Marshall about his lack of communication. So he tells her about his problems with his brother and then they end up having happy time again. And we also see that Marshall is shy and he wears a towel over his boxer shorts. Oh. Uh, Marshall and Michael Law later meet at a hot dog stand. And he tells Michael that he's not Santa Claus. Um, let's see what else happens. Uh, then we go to, oh yeah, Billy's stakeout with her partner, who might be her dad, um, who gets shot. <laughs> might be her dad. Well, he's a, okay, she's, she's like a, you know, young, oh, yeah. butt kicking lady, and then he's she's got like he's too old. Jerry from Parks and Rec sitting with him. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be your backup. I don't think so. <laughs> he like opens the door and immediately gets shot in the leg. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what you do. That's what happens when you go in front of the cover instead of behind it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Billy goes after the punks, and the uh, shooter hides in a ba- women's bathroom stall uh, where they've. Uh, Strangely enough, they left the body of Jimmy Kong. Yeah, what are the odds? Like, I don't get it. Uh, We go to Dalton's mansion, uh, and uh, he is meeting with some colonel about a weapons thing. Um, Dalton and Wuhan don't like him. Uh, Wuhan thinks he's a wanker. (laughs) Uh, Then we go to the autopsy of Jimmy Kong. Uh, The captain brings in his Chinese expert martial law and uh we learned that uh jimmy was killed by dim mock dim mock um which is an ancient chinese healing technique that got turned into a lethal killing move what was it supposed to heal i, I don't know it was like something to do with monks or something and heartburn <laughs> i can yeah yep I, I'll, yeah i agree i agree and then somebody just, you know, did a little too hard one time. And they're like, Whoa, whoa, just that kills? a death strike. <laughs> uh, we, I don't know if you noticed, but Jimmy Kong is clearly breathing in this scene. <laughs> it's so funny. There's this one shot 
where it's literally like 10 seconds. Like this actor can't hold his breath for like just like, you know, like five to 10 seconds because that's <laughs> all it would have taken. But well, he looks like he's struggling to stay alive, like even when he's walking around. So I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of the last movies he did. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the captain tells Marshall uh, that he needs a partner and of course, Marshall picks Billy. Um, so we go to the airport and Dalton finds out that the Colonel's right hand man is double crossing him, but then it turns into a double, double cross and Dalton gets the upper hand kills. Then they kill, they kill the henchman of the Colonel, whatever. Um, <laughs> Marshall Law and Billy then track down an informant to ask about Jimmy. And this is Ling. And Ling's going to give up some information, but then he gets a throwing star to the back that kills him instantly. (laughs) (laughs) This is classic, like, 80s. (laughs) Like, any sort of martial You get hit with a throwing star, it's over for you. I just... Where where does everyone get the throwing stars from? (laughs) I don't know. And what... What what is I, I guess it's maybe it's dipped in like poison or something. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I know where I where I saw Jimmy Kong recently. Oh. It was in Three Ninjas. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was told this is a movie I need to see. No. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I mean, have unless, it. <laughs> like unless you like to watch bad movies for fun. Well, I. I don't, obviously, (laughs) but this broadcast you're doing today. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, yeah, out steps a uh, trio of assassins, and they have a huge fight in front of a wall with the name Gigi Allen spray painted in large print. Like, it's just like the set pieces, the name Gigi Allen. And, uh, yeah, don't don't Google that guy's performances. He's 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 a punk rocker, but he's also into uh, performance art. So. No. Yeah, gross. Um, all right. So martial law then uh, takes on two dudes while Billy has a knockdown drag out fight with Benny the Jet. <laughs> yeah. Is he made up to look like an Asian person here? I can't I tell. Know. I don't know. I, I think he I, I, I seen a regular picture of him. He looks like I don't know. He doesn't. I, I don't I don't know. I forget what his nationality is. It's His name is Benny. Urquidez, 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 I don't know. Urquidez, something like that. I don't know. I've I've been um, Googling Jimmy Kong. Uh, Professor Toru Tanaka is, he's a wrestler. That's probably why he's so messed up. Because wrestlers destroy their bodies. Uh, WWE uh, wrestler. One fact that I have about Benny, not only was, did he, I guess he's like, uh, you know, like a renowned martial artist, but also he, he got he, so so much that they gave him a cameo in Street Fighter, um, and he's also John Cusack's longtime kickbox kickboxing trainer. What? <laughs> yeah, that's just um, he, one of the best fight scenes ever is between him and Jackie Chan from a movie called Me, uh, Wheels on Meals. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I saw that fact too. Um, I've never seen that though. I just look up the fight scenes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Didn't Laura Palmer work for that? Anyway. Um, <clears throat> so meanwhile, uh, Faster gets out of jail and give, and sees Marshall give uh, Michael some money for their mother's birthday present. But, you know, it looks like a payoff. And he's dying to tell Dalton, but Detectives Willis and Mullet are uh, parked outside his house. So they send a hot blonde to distract him, uh, distract them. Uh, and, and it's like, it's so funny. She attempts to write cop on their windshield with lipstick, but it just like immediately breaks. Yeah. But they don't, they don't just like redo the scene. To... No, I don't want to wash that windshield. <laughs> Pay all these extras again. <laughs> anyway, faster escapes and he tells Dalton and Dalton asks Michael to go for a little ride. They drive out to, I think it's the Griffith observatory or something like that. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, Dalton gives Michael a gun. I've been there many times in GTA. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there. Uh, I I drove up there and could not could not stop because like it was so jam packed. Uh, I just I basically had to drive past it and wave and keep going. I was like, oh, there it is. (laughs) Um. So yeah, Michael and faster fight. 
and Michael ends up letting Faster go free, um, which was a terrible idea. Um, Marshall Law and Billy go to a crime scene where Marshall randomly makes a paper airplane and tosses it uh, to pay off some sort of nonsense later. Uh, this stiff has a Bolivian passport, was also killed with a dim mock. Who is doing this? Uh, okay, so we got a fa- faster, uh, faster spying on Michael stealing uh, from a Porsche dealership, and he calls martial law, and he says, I think you might take a personal interest in this. <laughs> and so Marshall and Billy drive over, and we get a quick scene where Billy's like, what? Why was the caller calling you? And Marshall's like, I... I don't know. I, I, um, he told me I, um, I'd have a personal interest in this. And there's like no more information past that. <laughs> like, great <laughs> script. Great script, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Marshall. Um, oh, did we already at- pass the scene where he was ADR'd like so bad that it was like clearly somebody else who's not Chad McQueen? <laughs> no, I didn't notice. Oh, I think it was. Man. No, I can't. This movie's not on YouTube, is it? Uh, no. Dang it. No. Uh, we can pause and then you can rewatch the movie. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Uh, All right. See you in a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're back. <laughs> Matt doesn't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Where was I? Uh, yeah. Michael chases or Marshall chases after Michael and Billy chases down and fights Michael's partner. His name is Johnson. And this mustachio dirtbag actually is really adept at the martial arts. Um, because did you know who plays him? Uh, no, no. Jeff Pruitt. Do you know who Jeff Pruitt is? That sounds familiar. Yeah. He's the, uh, stunt and fight coordinator for both, uh, mighty Morphin power Rangers and the, uh, early seasons of Buffy, the vampire slayer. In fact, uh, he is married to uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's longtime stunt double, Sophia Crawford. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he and Sophia actually left Buffy uh, before se- right at the end of season four, right before season five, because, well, surprise, surprise, Josh, Josh Whedon was a total jerk uh, who, according to Pruitt, was trying to get the two of them to break up. Didn't want them to be together while they were working. Oh. And. <laughs> Yeah, he also then told Pruitt that uh, oh, this sounds familiar too. He would never work in Hollywood again. Oh, that's oh <laughs> I can't imagine him saying that. Um, <laughs> and Jeff Pruitt did say that. Yeah, there was he did have some difficulty because he he'd get he'd get a job and all of a sudden boom it would vanish. It would like you'd like get another call back and be like oh sorry the position's full. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, what goes around comes around. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most recently, he did keep working. I mean, most recently he worked on uh, Black Lightning and uh, the movie Greenland, um, doing stunts and fights and stuff. So uh, really cool guy. He actually, uh, he has a YouTube channel where he's did did a lot. Like if you're a Buffy fan mm-hmm. and you want to see some like, you know, behind the scenes stuff of just like fights being coordinated, uh, he has a bunch of videos he put up there. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Speaking of YouTube channels, Cynthia Rothrock has one too. <laughs> Ooh. Awesome. Maybe <laughs> I should just watch that. <laughs> I don't know if her fight scenes are on it though. It uh, seems to be like a current one. I don't know what she's currently doing though. Right. All right. Meanwhile, martial law is slamming his brother several times against a fence uh, before, <laughs> before setting him free. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I'm so mad at you. I don't know what to say. Just get out of my face. Yeah. I was. And then we cut to a beach scene where Michael dramatically throws an envelope of money into the ocean. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> then we see Billy. If you don't at, want it donated or something. Yeah. Or just like dramatically put it, drop it on Dalton's desk. I'm like, I'm giving this back. Yeah. Uh, then we see Billy ask Marshall Law if he wants to take a crack at uh, Jeff Pruitt in the interrogation room. And Marshall's like, no, I've got a class to teach. And then we cut to the Cobra Dot Kai Dojo <laughs> for like five seconds where we see him beat up a student and then walk away. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, <laughs> so uh, then we see Marshall uh, telling Billy about Michael and how guilty he is about 
you know, like letting him down as a brother, yada, yada, yada. And they, and, uh, then we see Michael trying to call his brother, but surprise, surprise, Wuhan is standing right behind him in his own mom's kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) so yeah, Michael is in trouble because also faster has been found at a bar alive and Dalton makes Michael and faster fight in his cramped office with nunchucks. Everybody in the eighties, everyone had nunchucks and ninja stars and Uzis. Uh, yeah, of course, Michael won't kill him. So Dalton shoots faster. And then Michael makes one last emotional speech about how tough his brother is. And then Dalton drops the dim mock on, on Michael. All right. So meanwhile, uh, mother law is, uh, Enjoying a birthday celebration with Marshall and Billy, and then a cop shows up. Happy birthday. Your son is dead. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that was his exact line. (laughs) (laughs) And then we cut to a scene where Marshall Law, Chad McQueen, is shedding a tear over his brother's dead body in the loudest green button-up shirt. (laughs) Like, I don't know. And up the shirt. Yeah, yeah. And he and he just keeps wearing the shirt for scenes afterwards. You know? um, uh, yeah. OK. Meanwhile, the, the colonel's trying to make that weapons deal happen again, even though his henchmen really screwed things up. Dalton raises the price and then grosses the colonel out with some sort of dish that even appalls uh, Wuhan. Yeah, it was like some yeah. sort of fried fish head or something. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then Marshall and Billy search Michael's bedroom and find we find out he finds out that Michael's been practicing karate at a karate school, and so he drives over late at night. We get these two scenes in front of that school where Mike uh, Marshall Law does the backup parking uh, uh, with his motorcycle, and it takes forever. <laughs> you like how they like you kind of pull up and then you kind of back up and with your feet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he watches this giant teacher beat up his students and he says that he's there for a job and, uh, Magilla gorilla there, uh, tells him to take a hike, but Marshall punches through some bricks. So that gets the, that's the big apes attention. <laughs> um, so, uh, the next day we, he shows up to apply again, uh, to Wuhan and they of course have to have a spar and, uh, Marshall law wins by. Da, 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 sweeping the leg. <laughs> <laughs> that was never Dutch's move. <laughs> I never got to do this in, in the karate kids. So <laughs> my leading, my leading vehicle here, I will be sweeping the leg. And then, uh, he defeats, uh, the big guy by hitting him below the belt and then headbutting him. Low, low. Yeah. This happened to me in karate kid as well. <laughs> and it wasn't very, I wasn't very happy. Uh, <laughs> All right, so then he breaks into Dalton's office, which then Dalton easily figures out the next day. Where there's no explanation. It's just like a quick scene of like, well, somebody broke into my office last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they decide to pull him into a side job, which is definitely a trap. Uh, martial law then hangs out. <laughs> this shot where he's hanging out next to his father's grave, and the camera slowly goes over, and we see a freshly dug grave for his brother. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy. And then we go into a sexy sax filled uh, montage where he's practicing in the Cobra Kai dojo and doing a little sunset kata. <laughs> that kata looked ridiculous. <laughs> that was terrible. God. You know that we're now two for two for uh, sunset kata on the beach. I'm yeah. hoping in the next movie we'll get some of that too. It was just laughable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, martial law goes on the job and Billy, uh, he, he tells to stay behind it. She still tells him, but loses him when a truck pulls out in front of her. Uh, Wuhan then brings martial law to an airplane hangar full of the extras from uh, Michael Jackson's Beat It video. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, martial law officially meets Dalton Rhodes. And of course, before moving to a second location, he drops a paper airplane. Um I, I love how that's set up too, because for some strange reason, the the big gorilla guy is just sitting there reading the tabloids, waiting for everything to happen. And it's just set up, so therefore, martial law would have something to fold into a paper airplane, which is something you definitely would remember from earlier that 
Billy would notice is is his, I don't know, trademark or something. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Anyone can make a paper airplane, though. How does she know it's from him? I don't know. Uh, so at the airport, the colonel's there to buy his weapons. But guess what? Dalton double-crosses him and kills him and his men. And then he and Wuhan line up and kill all their own henchmen. <laughs> but why? <laughs> it's more money for them. <laughs> And they get to keep the weapons. I guess. Uh, Dalton doesn't kill martial law because he wants to know how tough he is. And uh, they start to fight. And this lasts about 10 seconds before martial law, like, knocks him into a pile of cardboard boxes. And he's like, kill him. (laughs) Shoot him. I'm I'm scared. Shoot him. (laughs) But then, of course, Billy jumps in out of nowhere. And we cut between the more interesting fight between Billy and Wuhan and the tired grappling between Chad McQueen and why, Dan Carradine. Why do they keep casting people in in these <laughs> kung fu action flicks who aren't good at action? They're maybe they just hope that their stunt doubles will <laughs> do, do it. Yeah. But I mean, if you hire somebody who knows what they're doing, you don't need a stunt double. I, I don't know. Do they? Do you have to pay more for that? I don't know. I don't know. Do they think Chad McQueen is a name that'll get? Butts in seats? I don't know. He is um, in the Karate Kids, so there's <laughs> there's that. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the reason we were watching it. Right, right. I mean, we're waiting for his – this is hopefully his big breakout role, you know. Um, I, w- I do want him to come back to Cobra Kai, but I know he will I do too. Um, so, uh, yeah, Billy does a split and punches Wuhan five times in the crotch. Uh, and then she stops martial law from punching Dalton's face in, but of course Dalton's not finished. So martial law drops the dim mock on him. There was no, we didn't establish that he knew it. Did we? Nope. He He just knew knew what it was. was. Yeah. Yeah. And then Marshall and, uh, the future Mrs. Marshall law walk off to some moody synth and sax music. Is that a martial law two spoiler? They get married. I have no idea. I just could. I I, I just uh, like the idea of giving everybody the last name Law. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, this does have a sequel. It's called Martial Law Two Undercover. Uh, Chad McQueen was recast with Jeff Wincott in the role of Martial Law. Can Jeff Wincott fight? I think so. Isn't he the perfect weapon? I don't know. <laughs> I thought he was this, and he literally started a movie called The Perfect Weapon. Yeah, but did he have a stunt double? <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. I thought cause I, I remember when that movie is coming out, and I remember thinking, like they're they're trying to like really promote him as the next big action star. Like he is the perfect weapon. Hmm. See, now I'm gonna have to Google this. Um, My biggest problem with this movie is that we never learned why he's called martial law. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, that's Jeff Speakman. I'm sorry, person that was screaming angrily at the. <laughs> the I'm sure that I'm sure that person exists. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure who's listened all the way to the end of this, but uh, you're welcome. Uh, I will say that Martial Law Two Undercover. The, the synopsis is uh, this time Marshall and Billy team up to take down a, a criminal organization that causes a cop's death. And uh, what might entice you is that the police chief is corrupt and he's played by Billy Drago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. nice. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say shoot fighter might be winning as the better movie of these movies. <laughs> uh, this one I, had C- Cynthia Rothrock, but yeah, I don't know. We had some good Cynthia fight scenes, but yeah. I wasn't exactly like. I liked the music and the. Really? Yeah, I love I love cheesy eighties music. Yeah, I love that stuff. Oh, um, you can have it. So thank you. Uh, I don't even remember the soundtrack for Shoot Fighter. <laughs> oh, I, I don't. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> I, I I did put some some music in our last podcast. But... <laughs> Um, anything else about martial law? I, I'm giving it a uh, pretty much 
two thumbs down. It's <laughs> funny to laugh at. I would love to see like a mystery science theater uh, takedown of this movie. Yeah. Um, I, but, I didn't like the ADR and all the, the sound effects were bad. The sound mixing in general just sounded bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, uh, four out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> two thumbs down and a four out of ten. Okay. <laughs> I give this a uh, Karate Kid 2010. Um, <laughs> okay, well, uh, want to definitely ask you all to come back on Friday where we'll be reviewing one more movie um, before we get to our bonus episode uh, about uh, all the different uh, videos, short videos, music videos. That's going to be on uh, on Monday. But on Friday, we're going to be talking about a genuine uh, Hollywood movie, a big-time Hollywood movie that you can find on Disney+. Plus. You can also find it on HBO Max, I saw. And it is the Elizabeth Shue vehicle, Adventures in Babysitting. Which um, I should have seen by now in my life. You haven't seen this movie? Nope. Oh, man. I can't wait. I, this was a genuine, <laughs> like, this is a, this was on repeat when I was a kid. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. Is that the one with the, the poster where they're like, repelling down the side of the building <laughs> that's right yep yeah. <laughs> yep um and uh you also see a future kingpin play thor so that well just look forward to that <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh but as for us uh find us uh just search for karate kid minute on the web uh follow us on twitter facebook we even have an instagram look for karate kid minute also um you know, since all the uh, boy, I'm not even sure how to tie this in, but I did want to mention on our podcast that uh, you are bringing the Twin Peaks podcast back. The 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 awesome uh, podcast that you did ages ago, ten uh, years ago. Whew. April sixteenth will be the ten year anniversary of the the internet's first Twin Peaks podcast. There have been many since, but. Mine was the first, I think. Somebody can check me on that if if I'm wrong. <laughs> it is the Twin Peaks podcast, though. It was called the Twin Peaks podcast. Uh, yeah. So therefore, it, it was it was uh, it was me and my wife who already my wife my wife who've already seen <laughs> Twin Peaks. Uh, you you know her. She's Mel. And uh, <laughs> then we had uh, two newbie watchers, Brad and Caitlin, and they tried to guess uh, what was going to happen along the way. So that's oh. just it, it's only going to be shown on uh, or uh, heard on uh, youtube i'm not really gonna put it up on any streaming uh youtube or uh, podcast streaming services oh so unless i can find a way to do it along with it unless i can find a way to do it for free um so yeah right. just for, for now it's just on my youtube just look Is up it? the original uh twin peaks podcast and maybe you put matt humphrey in there okay and uh, actually, this this podcast is going to be coming out uh, later than when that's released. So um, yeah, that's why. That's why you can look at you can look it up right now. It's up. <laughs> cool, cool. And uh, I think I guessed it on at least one episode. Oh, for sure, at least one, probably <laughs> I more. I, I think I made it into season two. I like finally got on. Right? I, I can't yeah. remember. You probably came back in season three, maybe, maybe for a movie or two. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but we'll find out together. Yeah. All right. Well, as for us, it looks like we got to go deliver some pizzas to uh, a jewelry store. I don't know what that's all about, but uh, uh, we'll we'll catch you on Friday, everybody, for some adventures in babysitting. And until next time, how can you eat that? I demand decorum. 